Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Good morning. Welcome to Apple Turnover for July 20th, 2023. The New York Mets somehow defeated the Houston Astros by a score of 11 to 1. Um, let's just have some fun with this, okay? Uh, the Mets lost 2 of 3 to the Cardinals, the worst team in the National League by record over the weekend, and then went into Houston, the reigning World Series champions, and beat them by 10 runs. Max Scherzer. Had a couple of really bad starts uh, coming into this one. However, looked like Max Scherzer. Looked like the guy you thought the Mets were going to have. And uh, he went eight innings of one-run ball. He walked one and struck out eight with giving up just four hits. New Met Grant Hartwig came in for the ninth inning. So uh, And gave up one hit and one walk, but came out of it unscathed. Um it was also nice to see Tommy Pham continue to be uh, awesome. I No one had this on their bingo card, I don't think, for this year. But Tommy Pham continues to hit. Daniel Vogelbach had a couple of hits, including a home run. Lindor had another home run and had a double. Uh, Pete Alonso had a double. It's it, it, it was a pretty complete game. And that is the thing I want to really talk about today is that the Mets have had so few, and when I say complete game, I don't mean a, a nine-inning start from a pitcher. I mean a game where offense and pitching sort of come together um, 
in a really satisfying way. And so it was. it's great to watch. It's great to see them beat up a good team. It's great to see some of their hitters um, getting back into a rhythm of some sort. You know, I know Alonzo was out for about 10 days, so seeing him hit a double is a nice thing. Vogelbach was obviously having a really, really rough few weeks and, um, you know, had a home run yesterday, had a home run today. Well, not yesterday. When did he hit a home run? Over the weekend at some point with the Cardinals. I can't recall off the top of my head when the home run happened. Regardless, you hope that this is the start of something for the Mets. I don't know if that's uh, reasonable or not because I have said this now however many times over the season. Like, oh, now is now is when things are going to actually start happening for the Mets. But, you know, um, I guess if you want to be really generous, you could say that Sunday's game would have been won if Carrasco hadn't been so terrible. And so there's a very, very similar world to our own where the Mets took two of three from the Cardinals, split with the Yankees, and took the first game from the uh, Astros, which would feel very different than splitting with the Yankees, losing two of three to the Cardinals, and taking the first game against the Astros. Tomorrow night, Justin Verlander pitches for the Mets in what they hope will be another successful outing. Um, he will be facing Framber Valdez for the Astros. And, um, you know, Valdez is is obviously a younger player than, uh, than Verlander, as are most players in baseball, um, but not most podcasters. But anyway... I think Valdez is a very good pitcher, and it'll be a good matchup against Verlander. But hopefully the Mets do have some mojo working now. I don't know how many more times I can say that before I actually believe it, but here we are, and that's just the way it is. Thank you for listening. Go to homerunapplesauce.com or patreon.com slash homerunapplesauce to support this podcast directly. Follow me on Twitter at Brian Needs an App. And until next time, let's go Mets. Mets.